Tonight on Chimichanga Talk, we're talking with Malcolm Banks, the founder of Fandoms Anonymous. We're going to find out who he is, what he likes, what makes him tick, and his plans on becoming a Power Ranger in real life. All tonight on Chimichanga Talk with Deadpool Speaks. Stay tuned. Hey, we're the Suburban Legends, and you're listening to the Chimichanga Talk with Salsa. Coming at you live from their secret location in an underwater bunker two miles off the Emerald Coast, it's Chimichanga Talk with your host, Deadpool Speaks. And we're back. We're back for another round of podcasting. It is me, your host, Deadpool Speaks, and you're listening to me on Chimichanga Talk. Now 45 days kaiju attack free. So, guys, uh, it's another wonderful time to run around and rumpage around. <laughs> I say that like I know what I'm talking about. Um, but you're listening here to my podcast, which means you stumbled upon me somewhere in the ether. And uh, remember, guys, that you can always contact us, reach us out, uh, you know, reach out and touch me through the multiple social media accounts that we have. Uh, you can find us at uh, chimichangatalk.com or through uh, Facebook under chimichangatalk. You could uh, find us on Instagram. Uh, if you want to go ahead and tweet me, you can under at Deadpool Speaks. And you guys know the drill. You know how this works. We love to hear from you. And uh, when we do, we always give you our opinions and our loves. That's love spelled L-U-B-E-S-W and T-H. So, guys... <laughs> I have an amazing guest today on our show. Um, he comes from the realm of podcasting slash YouTube casting slash casting, I guess. Well, he's uh, he, he's a social media guru, amazing guy, uh, produces some great content, uh, keeps you up on uh, all the new happening. And uh, you could see him uh, going live on uh, Facebook as well as on his YouTube channel. Uh, big round of applause for my good friend, Malcolm Banks from Fandoms Anonymous. What's going on, people? What's going on? How you guys doing? Oh wow! It's it's like uh, it's like smooth smooth silkiness over there. Uh, I love the sound of your oh, voice, yeah, by the baby. way. <laughs> oh yeah, always always smooth, always silky. There, there and full of Kool Aid. There you go. <laughs> now, um, you know, tell tell us a little about a little bit about who you are, because um, a lot of people see uh, or actually are hearing the man behind. The voice, which is funny. I, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I want to know more about uh, about you. What got you started? What what made you say, "Hey, one day I'm going to pick up a camera and kind of uh, you know bring my fandom out to everybody"? Well, it all started in a in a galaxy far, far away. I was one of five teenagers chosen to save the world, and I was chosen to be the Blue Power Ranger. Uh, after okay, no, no, it's not. <laughs> that's how like, it you just crossed but, um, like so many different <laughs> fandoms. Seriously, I did, I did. you're about to rip open a portal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, uh, I've I've always loved 
Power Rangers. That's my main thing. My main fandom. I've always loved Power Rangers. And I've always loved all the other stuff. You're, you're Marvel and your DC. And I just recently got deep into Star Wars. I watched Star Wars back in the day. But I just recently got deep where I'm theorizing with all the other theorists out there uh, about <laughs> different stuff. But um, that, I, is some, that is some out. dark alley stuff, man. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Man, you'll be all day. You'll be all day. <laughs> but um, I, I started out uh, with the former group I had founded uh, probably back in 2015. Um, started doing different things, and then I decided to break off on my own back in 2016 and 2017. Well, 2016, going into 2017, on December 28th, I decided to create Phantoms Anonymous. Uh, it was a gateway for me to do things how I wanted to do. It was a gateway for me to create the content I wanted to create um, and talk about things I want to talk about. I know it seems real possessive, but in, some, in this day and age, you know, if you're not doing if it's okay to work with a group, and, and I'm not against that at all, but you have to work with like-minded people who have a goal who want to be driven to the next level. Uh, but if you don't have that, you know and you at least know what you want to do and you can work with other people who also have like-minded goals such as me working with you or me working with my man Jeremy Branch from Be Terrible Productions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know it's it's just awesome so here we are uh, a year later another December 28th has passed um, we just crossed 100,000 views Fantastic! Um, we're Congratulations! At, we're at about thanks. We're at about seven hundred, over seven hundred and fifty subscribers. Uh, just reaching out to a lot of different people, a lot of different networking. I got a freaking interview with the Green Power Rangers himself, uh, Tommy Oliver, because nice. that's who he is, and that's who he is in real life to me. Uh, but we know his real name, Jay Stay Frank. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm loving it. I, I do this daily. I am posting content like daily i have over 700 videos posted within the last year and wow. i absolutely love what i do my wife finally got on board uh <laughs> not full-fledged but where she understands what's going on like last night i had showed her the fact that i had crossed 100,000 views like i had it was a video i posted and i know a lot of you guys saw it the mm -hmm. mom walking out on her son on National Signing Day because he did not choose Alabama. And I'm from Alabama, <laughs> and I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm not an Alabama fan. How does so that work? Go ahead and put that out there. It, it, it works very easily. You just choose not to be a fan. <laughs> but, uh, but I did my reaction to that video, and within the next – I looked at it at one time, had 79 views. Looked at it again, and had 421 Next thing I know, the analytics said, as of right now, it's about 1,700. And I woke up this morning, it was about 1,700. So that put me over the top to reach that 100,000 view mark. And she was like, so you got that video. So how much watch time is that? And I was like, oh, you're turning me on right now. Uh -oh. Just, oh, Talk to just, me, YouTube analytics, so, baby. It's just so hot. <laughs> it's just so hot. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and that's all part of me doing what I want to do, like, I can just drop out a video about something like that. And I'm not sticking to just comic books. I started out like that. Like, okay, I'm just doing comic book stuff and superhero stuff. And I was like, no, I watch other TV shows. Mm -hmm. um, I, I watch other forms of entertainment. 
I watched the news. Every once in a while, I dropped something where I saw something in the news and other forms of entertainment and media. So I I just like what I do. Well, I mean, I it, do. I really do. You you got the perfect name because fandoms. I mean, it could. In, a lot of people think of fandoms. Anything. And they think, yeah, exactly. It could be anything. You could be a, a a fan of wrestling. You could be a fan of football. You could be a fan of um, what is that? That stick hockey game that they play in Canada. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, you know when it doesn't snow that one month of the year. Who's ball? <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong sport. My bad. No, no, no. It's <laughs> ultimate frisbee. Um, <laughs> for all of our ultimate frisbee fans, there's your shout out. Uh, to I'm, I'm talking about you, Charles. Okay. Um, <laughs> shout out to my shout out to my Quidditch players out there. There you go. <laughs> now, now I have to ask you something because. Um, everybody has like uh, you know this whole inspiration. Like Jimmy Changa talk basically came from uh, you know my alter ego, which is that Deadpool speaks, and so you know he, you know it's obviously the character and, and the Jimmy Changa and everything is is just all kind of like boiled down from something. Now fandoms anonymous, okay? Because you know first of all you think anonymous, you think um, you know uh, V for Vendetta, you think the mask, you think you know hackers, you think all this other stuff. But your fandom's anonymous, but yet you show your face. We know your name. Um, so it's not very anonymous. But where did you come up with a name? Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to be honest. I was going to be so honest. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, welcome to the cutting-edge floor of the backstory of Fandom's Anonymous, only on ID Station. <laughs> so um, basically, <laughs> basically what happened was, I like a lot of different stuff. Like you said, you know, fandoms doesn't just cover Power Rangers. It doesn't just cover Beetleborgs. It doesn't just cover Marvel and DC and, uh, and Bobby's World and, you know, all that type of different <laughs> stuff. It doesn't just cover it. Uh, the word anonymous, and this is just being honest, I work for a call center. Uh, mm. um, and sometimes on the phone, when a call comes in and it's not registering the number, it shows the word anonymous. anonymous. So that is a word that I saw each and every single day. So when I was coming up with the um, on a on a cold towards the cold end of December 2016, when I was thinking of what I wanted to call it, um, that the word fandom came to mind, and then the word anonymous just fit with it. Now here's the catch: that's I left it at that. I read about my man Kevin Garson. Shout out to Kevin Garson. And Kevin said, "Well, uh, man, I like the name. What did you What did you have behind it?" I said, "Kevin, I really don't have anything behind it." He was like, "Well, let me tell you what I thought. Knowing you, I <laughs> thought you were calling it Fandoms Anonymous because it 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 made it a situation where." You know, you have the AA meeting, Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, <laughs> when people come up I'm and on they the say, track, "Hey, yeah. right, my name is Joseph, and and I and I'm been recovered 15 years." Oh, great, Joseph. He said, "But I thought you had a different side too." You know, my name is Malcolm, and I like Power Rangers. Hey, okay, Malcolm. Well, my name is uh, <laughs> Thomasina, and I like anime and Dragon Ball Z. So there when he go. said that, I said, "Well, you know what? That makes a lot of sense." 
And I kind of I kind of ran with it, and even when you watch my intro video, I'm telling people like, whatever you like, bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's let's get down to it. Uh, I've created different segments on my channel. Uh, I I I am not what you would call a true gamer. There's a difference between somebody that games and a true gamer. A true gamer can talk to you about multiple platforms, about different games, can break down analytics, can break down what it means to really play a game. Mm-hmm. A gamer is somebody that just picks up a joystick every while and plays a couple of games. That's yeah. me. So I created a segment called Gaming Nation presented by Families Anonymous, and I had some guys, my man Clay, he's from out of Tallahassee, Florida. My man Dan, he's from out of Iowa. And my man, um, Daryl, my cousin Daryl, he's from out of Mobile, my hometown Mobile. And every week we get on, I would host it, I would be the moderator, but I started feeling like I was cramping the show because I was the one that was just throwing the topics around. And after a while, <laughs> I said, hey, you know what, I'm about to step down. They were like, no, no, and I was like, I want you guys to take it over. Yeah, so they're each like- week, these guys... They're like, oh, you know, we're, we're on the third level. There's, you know, once you beat this Gorgon, you could actually multiply this multiplier, and you're sitting there like, yeah, I like popcorn. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm sitting over here like, dude, I'm still playing the Wii. Like, <laughs> I'm still playing the Wii. That's what I play on the weekends. I get old GameCube discs from, like, vintage video game stores and throw them in the Wii and with my old game controller <laughs> and, and go back to early 2001. Like, I still so haven't I modified my Wii yet. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. But uh, <laughs> but I stepped down and I let these guys take over, you know, and they don't mind. It, it gives them, they, they love doing it. And that's when it comes with working with people who are like-minded. Mm-hmm. So, um, and even just recently, I was the one, I, they would record, I would pull the audio, produce the shows, and they got to a point where when the fall season picked back up, I got so bogged down. And my man Clay, like I said, people who are like-minded, and shout out to Clay, go follow his channel, Tales of the Blade, on YouTube, Tales of the Blade on Facebook, and um, I believe ta- he's on Twitter as well, yeah, Tales of the Blade, T-A-I-L-S of the Blade. So, um... He said, hey, basically, came to me hard not like, hey, I know you've been busy. I know you probably didn't want to ask for help, but we're taking over the editing of the show. We're going to edit and we're going to do it a different way. I said, you know what? I'm humbled. Go right ahead. Nice. So those, those type of decisions have to be made. You have to be open to first being humble, and number two, you have to be open to taking different points of idea or you're never going to get anywhere. Now, you know, with that being so, said, and I mean, I, this is this is interesting because you told me you started off with a group, but you decided to kind of branch off on your own because, um, you know, you, you basically you were driven. You wanted to create something that was different. What what made you decide to go do that? Is it, is it the fact that you just felt like you weren't getting what you needed from the other show or maybe you just felt like you um, wanted to have more control because you said you were possessive? Well, well I, I, I'm not necessarily possessive. I, I was saying, you know, those are the things I said. The <laughs> phrasing I was using was possessed of saying I, I, I. Because uh, that's the truth. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But what happened was I wanted to move along at a certain pace. Mm-hmm. We weren't going in the same pace and direction. There were things that that group wanted to do, like um, after dark shows. Uh, I'm not into the whole rated X thing and the whole, you know, <laughs> 
we, Flash after what after Dark Show. Why why'd you go all the way to X right away? I mean, you just skipped like <laughs> Rated R. And, and it's like, come on, there's but, the, there's the Canadian R too, which is like a little hard R, maybe some butt cheeks. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it it was at a, it was at one of those penultimate decisions where I realized that what the route they wanted to go in, they wanted to do certain things, and I didn't. And we weren't moving anywhere. We weren't moving at a certain pace. Um, I give you an example. And I, you know, this is a t- this is my tell-all. Um, oh. Give you an example. If me and you, okay, me and you, mm-hmm. we decide to be, get something to eat, and I'm like, hey, Deadpool speaks. You want to eat pizza or hamburgers? And you say pizza. So I said, okay, I need ten bucks from you. I will put my ten bucks in. I'm gonna go get pizza. It's a lot of pizza. I come back. And I bring hamburgers. How are you going to feel? Well, uh, I'll definitely desire pizza, that's for sure. Uh, okay. But, I mean, I, I'd eat the hamburger, but I wouldn't be happy. Exactly. <laughs> and my, and when you ask why I bring hamburgers, I'm going to say because I chose to. Ah. After we voted on stuff, after we spoke about it, after we wrote it down, after we put it in stone. So it's not a pomocracy. And then it's you a- it's a it's a exactly cast your shit. and I I, <laughs> I don't know e- exactly I got I got tired of that I got tired of being bamboozled in something that I have found, helped found yeah um yeah. so I and I realized it was like a slow a, a coup that was that was coming up because um <laughs> this group former group wanted to basically just travel all over travel all over and do conventions I'm a realist. I can't afford to travel all over and do conventions 24-7, especially when you're not gaining anything from it. Mm-hmm. That's just me. And Pensacon, I absolutely love Pensacon. There are yes. more conventions that are popping up down here in this area where I'm at. Like I'm, I live in Montgomery, Alabama, but I'm from Mobile, Alabama. But it's nothing to drive two hours to Mobile to a convention, drive two hours to Pensacola to a convention, go an hour and, and, and a piece of change to Birmingham, uh, you know, just there's it's nothing to do that. It, it really isn't. Uh, but when it's methodically planned out. So I was more on a conservative level. Uh, they were more on a non-conservative level. It was just do, 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 do. Uh, I, I do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. And after a while, I just I just threw in a towel. I just gave it up. I was like, look, you can have it. And you know, Because it got to the point where my opinion wasn't valued anymore. It got to the point where I, what I was saying was overlooked. Uh, we started out with a plethora of different admins, and one by one, people started to leave because of the politics. One by one, people started to drop off, just you know, leave. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. You have to tell me, okay, and you have to be completely honest. I mean, no, no veil, no nothing. But do you have a word calendar on your desk? Because so far, you've used bamboozled uh, plethora... Um, you've used uh, <laughs> coup, um, and for some reason, I think you're tallying up all your uh, words of the day into one podcast. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am. Uh, you are the most soft-spoken and uh, more uh, most versatile uh, wordsmith I've had on this show so far. So uh, I, I I grew up reading a lot of books. My summer. My summers growing up, uh, 
with my mom. Lord rest her soul was just education. Period. There you go. You don't you don't understand. Like I would pass a grade in elementary school, but would still have to go to summer school. I passed it now. It wasn't going to summer school because I flunked. I was going to summer school to continue my enrichment to go into the next year. So you'd say you'd have a? Would you say that you had a plethora of books? Exactly, I had a plethora of books. A plethora, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like always, always reading. Like I was always reading, and I, I still read a lot to this day. So my vocabulary is, is is expanded. Like my sister this morning, she was on Facebook Live. She was saying she was at the register. Uh, and apparently in uh, one of the uh, Walmarts in Mobile, they put locks on the Tide um, washing detergent because apparently at that location, people are stealing a whole bottle of Tide. So she said when she was talking to the lady at the register, the lady said, oh, my God, you, you speak so well. And uh, my sister was like, well, she's, well, how am I supposed to speak? She's like, you must not be from here. And she was like, no, I was born, born and raised here. And she was like, oh, it must be because you use the proper English. My sister said, well, what else am I supposed to use? <laughs> you, know, no, you don't understand. When, when you, gen- when you move gen- into the South. To talk like this? Yeah, when you, when you move into the South, there is a, there is a handbook that they give you, which, uh, you know, has common, you know, y'all, uh, things like that in there that you have to use and incorporate. Um, yeah, I can slang. I can slang when I get around family, but when I'm doing <laughs> stuff like this, or even on my YouTube videos, you yeah. know, I try to speak proper English unless something makes me mad, like that freaking Venom trailer that pissed me off this uh, morning. I'm sorry, uh, we're not uh, even the... talking about that. We're not talking about that we're right not now. Talking about Tom Hardy? But, now? Uh, no. <laughs> oh hell no, we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> but uh, whoo, whoo, got me heated. Got me heated. But anyway, you know, it, it's it's one of those things people expect you to talks a certain way. I never forget when I went to Hawaii, there's two things nobody warned me about. Uh, it was two things nobody warned me about. It was number one, they like to hear how people from the United States, specifically people from the South speak. When they found out we were, uh, we were, because I went to Hawaii in high school. I was in the high school band, shot to Murphy High School. Uh, we went to Hawaii for nine days. Um, they like to hear how you ask me to say different stuff. I was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. And somebody said, one of the two guys was like, hey, cousin, you know, we, people, different people like when you say certain stuff, you know, because of where you're from. Oh, okay, cool, it's fine with me. And another thing I didn't like, because I'm a big guy, I did not know that the ladies like the big guys over there. And at that time, I'm 17 years old, and I'm trying to figure out why uh, why Moana's over there smiling at me. And I'm like, what, what's <laughs> going on? <laughs> I'm trying, what, what's going on here? And then he was like, he was like, hey, cousin, he doesn't want to show the ladies over here like big man. I was like, well, 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 it looks like I might need to move. <laughs> you know, they're just smiling. They're just a little extra nice. You go to restaurants, I get a little extra food in my plate. Here you go. And I'm like, my friend's like, oh, what's up here? I was like, top secret, can't tell you. <laughs> so no to, all our, no to all our chubby listeners out there, Hawaii is apparently the place you want to be. Hawaii is the place for big guys. You want to get the it's, peanut butter cups raw. <laughs> <laughs> gonna eat it all up because <laughs> yeah but yeah man it, it's it's uh, i always try to be eloquent and even when i'm uh when i'm at work i of course i have to be eloquent there as well when i'm speaking to different customers from all over the united states about their uh dealings with their billing but um <laughs> but yeah I, I i wanted to do 
uh, I realized that I had the capability and the power to do things better, to do things in a different way, and to do things consistently. Uh, I, I couldn't stand not having footage. And, I, and we're, we're being real here, and uh, they listen, they listen, it is what it is, because everything I'm saying is true. Um, go to a convention and you record all this footage mm-hmm. and you don't share the footage. Me and you were in a group together. You, you don't share the footage with me because you said you weren't liking the way that I was doing videos. But if we're in a group and we're working together, the best response is, hey, thank you for making the videos because you haven't been making all the videos so far. But how about let us try finding some other editing software or some other stuff so we can make the videos better rather than just saying, I didn't give you the content because I didn't like the way you're doing videos. And the convention we did was like at this time, five months ago. So it's, it's no, no content is no longer relevant. Yeah. Well, let me, and this is really interesting. <laughs> uh, here's, here's a, here's a big thing here. Um, I've had, you know, multiple podcasters on the show and things like that. And one of the biggest things I always push, and I do a lot of conventions where I do panels on, on podcasting and on networking and, um, I think it's you know critically important to reach out to your fellow podcasters. I don't see it as a competition, um, and I see that it's really critical because you know your fan base might be the same fan base as mine, but they just don't know right. it yet. Um, exactly. It, but I, I think that one of the hardest things to do is just uh, finding, like you said, like-minded inv- individuals that are not worried about um, you know being overshadowed or. Um, you know, that are willing to go ahead and kind of give way and, and let this brother person kind of, uh, you know, give them some ideas or positive feedback, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, as far as uh, now that you're on your own, what do you think is the hardest part? Because uh, for a long time, I mean, I've had co-hosts um, come and go. I've had the Great Wang. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Evil Beard is still with me. He's just, uh, you know, dealing with certain things. Um, so I've had multiple co-hosts because I've always thought, well, I need somebody to kind of banter off of, you know? Um, but I started to realize more and more that, I mean, you know, I could just do that with my guest. Uh, so it's not like it's absolutely necessary, but what do you think is one of the hardest things to do if you're producing your own content and kind of getting this stuff out there, uh, for you? Um, I won't, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Me getting my you keep saying me, that like I, getting, it, every time you say if you don't say you're gonna be honest I'm gonna figure you're lying to me so <laughs> no no no, no, no. I, I, when I say that is is when you when you ask like me ask a certain question is like hey okay what I'm about to say is the truth it's not hard for me to get it's not hard for me to get content out it's not because a lot of, of most of my videos of the the mass amount of my videos are just me in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I can go in my room like, okay, for example, this morning, I'm, behind, I'm a week behind on my DC TV show reviews. I have not watched this week's DC TV yet. Uh, Arrow comes on tonight. I have not watched this week's uh, Supergirl, Flash, and Black Lightning. Uh, I'm, I'm two episodes behind on Magicians because I review the Magicians as well. Mm-hmm. But... I had because I had to record last week's episodes. I got up this morning. My wife gets up early because she's a teacher. 
Uh, so it's like 5.30 a.m., 6 o'clock. Let me tell you I, something. Looking at you is like looking into a mirror, okay? Because um, for people who know me personally know that I work for Apple. I work from home. My wife's a teacher. Um, she's finally kind of gotten accepted into after about, what, six years of doing this. Um, kind of like saying, hey, you know, uh, if it's fine, you can go ahead and talk. Because if not, I'd bore her to death with all the crap that comes out of my mouth. Um, right. So looking at you is like looking in a mirror. But uh, <laughs> go ahead, continue. <laughs> Right, and another thing, it's like, I'm at home. I'm not out in the streets. Oh, where's your husband? Oh, he's out doing some doing some <laughs> prolific stuff. Oh, where's your husband? Oh, he's in the back making YouTube videos in the other bedroom that he turned to the studio. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, it, it, it sounds better. But uh, I got up this morning. I knew I had to do these videos. I was tired. I was kind of sleepy, but I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. I know my body. I know how this is going to work. I had a little Coke left in my, um, not Coke, cocaine, Coca-Cola, <laughs> the drink, the beverage. It was, uh, We're being honest here. We're cup. being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to sit back. First, I'm going to get up and get, make a glass of water. Y'all, I just want to start it down for the glass of water. Always hydrated. Okay. So I got my glass, glass of water. I sit on my big, on my big chair. I turned on American Pickers trying to get my brain stimulated. Um, <laughs> I was just sipped on my water. I drank my Coca-Cola. Okay, I got. I was together. I had that energy I needed. I got in there. I recorded all five or six videos that I needed to record, and I said I will edit these later because I knew I was doing this with you today. I said I will edit these later, but at least they are recorded. Now, I guess you could say the hard part is editing and getting the content out there. But that's not even hard either because I kind of my review videos. I do them the same way. I do the edit. I put the PNG file on there to signify this is the show I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It runs from my phone straight to YouTube, straight to Facebook. Bam, on to the next video. It's like an assembly line. Right? That video's done next. That video's done next. That video's done next. And I like yesterday, my wife texted me. She said, what you doing? She was at work. I said, well, right now, I got clothes in the washer. I got clothes in the dryer. I'm folding one of the loads of clothes that came out the dryer. I cleaned the bathroom. I cleaned the kitchen. Uh, I straightened up the living room. I'm talking on the phone to Whitney about Pentacon, uh, and I got a YouTube video uploading right now. So it fits in. If I do it, because it may take, when the video is uploading after I've edited it, it might take, depending on the length of it, I'll say five to ten minutes for it to finish, and then, you know, it takes a little time for it to upload to YouTube. So I'm not just going to sit there at my phone. And just stare at it, stare at the bar moving. There are 50 million other things that need to be done around the house. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. other conversations need to be had. You are, you are a mirror image of me. I, I swear <laughs> to you. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm listening to all this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, he's describing my day. Um, <laughs> except somewhere in there has got to be, okay, well, I got I to gotta move my Etsy sales. I got to answer these questions. Um, I got to check and make sure that my book is, is, is on the way. It, it, it's exhausting, isn't it? It's exhausting. Yeah, it can, it can be. It can be. And like I said, this, this is just on my off days. Wednesday and Thursday, those are my off days. So I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated to this, getting a lot of stuff done, watching shows I need to watch so I can go ahead and take my notes so, so for my review um, and then take care out. But I always pick one day to do all of the cleaning. So the next day, I don't have to worry about any of it. I don't have to worry <laughs> about any of that stuff the next day. And I can just do this. 
So are, are you it, guys it, listening? It can be exhausting. Listen, if you guys, if you, if 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 we, right now, if I have uh, mothers and fathers listening on this, tell your kids to listen to this show. Tell them to listen to Malcolm because <laughs> he's being honest right now. Okay, and, <laughs> and, he, and what he's going to do is he's going to tell you, do all your cleaning, do all your homework, get everything done, so the next day you can go ahead and watch all your movies and sit in bed all day eating jelly beans or whatever it is that they do at that time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that way they could be fulfilled, right? Fulfilling. Yeah. They'd have a plethora of jelly beans. I don't know why I said that. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so, so here you are. You know, you, you have all this content. Um, even though, you know, sometimes, like you said, you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do your, your, your water, you gotta do your Coke, you gotta get yourself in a mental space. Coca-Cola, oh, yeah. people, Coca-Cola. Um, the beverage. <laughs> okay, so now, now you get your content up there. Um, now, what, what's the next step for you as far as once, once you edit it and put all that stuff up there? Because, uh, like you said, there's there's a, there's tons of content out there. There's constant there's constant news, all this other stuff. I mean, does it ever become uh-huh. overwhelming at one point where you're like, you know, I just I just don't want to do this anymore? I won't say it's I don't want to do it anymore. If I don't want to do it today, and <laughs> 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 I, I don't think I ever get to the point where I don't want to do it anymore because I'm seeing I'm seeing the um, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, well, I'm seeing the results from it. You don't have a word. I'm seeing the. Re- <laughs> oh yeah, flip, I got stuck a little bit. Flip yeah. the. Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm seeing the analytics come from it. So, um, I it, like for an example, I think I said this already. I I, I did that review, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and bam, it's at 1,700 views because that was the hot thing to talk about that time. That was the difference between me and my former group. I I wanted to like, hey, let's get this news out of out here. We we this happened. This trailer happened. Let's do it. Yeah, because like, you, you I, can't I, sit on it. You, you know, can't sit on it. Like yeah. like I said, you go to a con in May. You can't post content from a con in August that you went to in May. It doesn't work that way. You know, and exactly. that that was one of the issues. You know, their videos. There are videos that I did on my on that previous channel that that are still reigning supreme with four and five and six hundred views, and I, I came over here to my own thing and I surpassed my original group, whose YouTube channel had been up since 2015, like in the first three months. The first three months I had surpassed those views. So it, it's like you have to be consistent. One of my phrases on my show is consistent quality content. You know, I had a guy that I had somebody today that commented on my magician's uh, episode three video, mm-hmm. and all he said was episode four and five with a question mark. And I was like, "Hey, the reviews are coming." <laughs> you know, <laughs> episode four and five is coming. I have to watch episode four and five. I'm gonna watch that before I get into the DC TV show because I really like the magicians. They, I, it's like a grown Harry Potter, an adult Harry yeah. Potter. I love it. But, <laughs> like um, an adult Harry Potter says says the is. person who's who like the basis of this fandom are majority are adults. Okay, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> you know it's it's the overly adult, self admitting adult Harry Potter. So uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so let, let me ask you this because we're talking about relevancy, right? And we're talking about what sells, well, what sells, but. I mean, what gets numbers? Because in, in our business, it's all about the numbers. It's all about the analytics. That's how you get sponsors. That's how you get 
um, you know, the monetary yeah. deals and all the other stuff. Because a lot of people, when they go to my panels, they're like, um, you know, because I tell them, I can't make it rain, but I can make it sprinkle. You know, it's one thing that I've there learned very quickly. There you go. Um, hashtag flicking nickels, because that, that started at Pensacon like two years ago. Hashtag flicking nickels. <laughs> um, so here's, here's my um, thoughts for you that I want I want to hear, if you were being honest. Um <laughs> <laughs> when when does something cross the line between being relevant content that's like suitable for your site when or when does it become clickbait? When does it become clickbait? Yeah, you, you, you know I'll what clickbait say, is. Clickbait is is like me uh, me putting on a live podcast, live nude thoughts, and people click on it going oh, and then they're like oh, it's this fat dude. Um, but uh, that's me. <laughs> But when does yeah when does when does that become clickbait? Okay, I'll I'll say that the reaction video that I'm talking about that has about seventeen hundred videos, mm-hmm. right, seventeen hundred views right now. I would say that that is a form of clickbait. But mm-hmm. I did react heavily to that because that what happened really upset me. It really it really put me in a bad mood at that moment when I saw that mom do her son like that, and I wanted to express how I felt about it. Then that was the hot thing that was going on. Everybody was talking about it. Now, I didn't know that it was going to get 1,700 views, but mm-hmm. I knew right then and there it had just happened. It had just got went on the news, and I was watching it on my phone uh, as, it, as it had just took, took place, and I said, you know what? This really ticked me off. I want to say how I feel about it. And I was sitting there in my chair. I didn't go in my studio. I sat right here in my big chair because I was watching American Pickers, and I recorded <laughs> it right there and posted it to YouTube. <laughs> they waste no time. I just, I just they like the fact no how, how you're like. I wasn't in my little chair or my medium chair. I was in my big chair watching American Pickers. I'm like, <laughs> that's hey. oddly specific. Hey. You, give, you give a lot of shout outs though. Though it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I love American Pickers. That show is great. <laughs> it just goes to show that you know, uh, there, there's, there, hoarders are an American treasure. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so, so. You know, it's it's okay to post this content, especially when you're passionate about it, because obviously you were. Exactly. Um, if you weren't passionate about something, would you fake it? Um, just because you know that there's a possibility for high views. Um, to be honest, I'll say one thing. <laughs> one thing I did do. Okay, like a lot of celebrities have recently passed away. Mm-hmm. So there are some celebrities that I know absolutely jack about that some people on YouTube will go and make a view, hey, such and such passed away, uh, the person was blah, 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 years old, yada, yada, yada. And then they know that that's going to hit. Mm-hmm. I see some celebrities pass away that I know it's going to get views, but I know that celebrity. I know I watch those shows that celebrity did. Like, I, I would say I've done four RIP videos. Uh, that was Big Black from uh, Robin Big. I religiously watched Robin Big. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Earl, Earl Hyman uh, that really originally did the voice of Panthro and was uh, Cl- uh, Cliff Huxable's dad on the Cosby's. Yes. Uh, Della Reese. That's another one I did because I grew up watching Touched by an Angel and um, and the other movies and things that she had been in. So those, yes, you know people are looking for that right then and there, but I know those people. Like, you would not catch me doing an RIP thing for David Bowie. I know of David Bowie but I don't know David Bowie to come out and say, oh, yeah, man, you know, Family's Anonymous, we're here today to just say 
rest in peace of David Bowie. No, that would be wrong because I don't know about David Bowie. I know of him. I know that he exists. I know that he's a celebrity. I know what he's known for, but I don't have a connection with him. Gotcha. You have so, there. You have to have a connection to something. Yes, you know. You know that it's going to get clicked, and you're baiting for it to get clicked. But if you, if it's a topic you know about, that's just like trailer reviews. The trailer comes out, and you drop your review in the next ten minutes. You know it's going to get clicked on because everybody's looking at it. But it's actually a trailer you're going to review. You would not catch me when the Fifty Shades Darker trailer comes out. Oh, Phantoms Anonymous. We're here to review the Fifty Shades. No, because I know nothing about Fifty Shades Darker, Fifty Shades Gray, Fifty Shades Yellow, Blue, Purple, Black, Green, and White. I know nothing about it. That's a lot of books <laughs> in that series. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know, I know nothing about it. So that that's what you. There's a difference between clickbait and connected clickbait. And, and you know, like if there's something. If there's something I'm like, I'm going to get that video out there as fast as possible so I can fall in that number of people who are searching that information. Oh, no. I, I mean, I completely understand. It's like, it, um, I don't know if you saw, but we, we posted, or I posted, I, I say we, that's the royal we. Um, I, yeah. I, I posted a picture uh, from, you know, the, the, the live discussion that we had about the solo trailer because it was it was just fun. This is the, the day after the Super Bowl and um, the Cloverfield paradox, right? Because the biggest reason that I talked about it was because I was kind of upset because uh, all the critics from Vanity Fair and In Geek and all this other stuff were, were just bashing um, the Cloverfield Paradox. And I thought it was it was terrible uh, because, you know, I, I see people like my son and, uh, my, you know, my son is one job uh, for, for you guys out there that don't know that, which it's like you guys should by now. Um and he's he you know he does movie reviews under um, movie geek uh, hashtag ninety eight on Instagram, and uh, you know he's really easily influenced by a lot of critics, and I told him that's the right. worst thing you could ever do. Um, worst thing you could do. Worst thing. And so I you know I jumped on there and I'm like guys just really enjoy this for what it is, and uh, some people reached out to me and they're like you know what you're right thank you because uh, you know I was kind of. Not gonna see it, and I mean, come on, it's free on Netflix. Uh -huh. You know, that's yeah, that's like saying, oh, I'm not gonna eat this apple that someone put in my lunchbox because you know it's an apple. No, shut up, eat it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I tell, I'll tell anybody, go watch this stuff. If we don't go watch it, they're gonna stop making it. Bingo. Yes. And that goes that goes for the TV shows. That goes for the movies. Like, a lot of people don't like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I have never missed an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in all five seasons. A lot of people don't like it because they they saw, this This is what they saw. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out dur during the, what you would call the, the, the when the MCU was really, really forming. Mm -hmm. You know, it had been a couple of years since Ant-Man, not Ant-Man, but Iron Man. It was, the, first, it was the kickoff where, show. It was the, the kickoff exactly. of the expansion of the universe. Exactly. So people watched it and they they read that title with the wrong premise, and that's why that show gets a lot of hate. The show's title, and I and let me enunciate this: the show's title is Marvels Agents of Shield. Mm -hmm. It is not Iron Man in the Agents of Shield. It is not Captain America in the Agents of Shield. Because what I started seeing on the internet was. Uh, I don't get it. I got in America. They don't have Iron Man. We're, we're the Avengers. No, the show is titled Marvel: <laughs> Agents of Shield. 
So it is going to be about the ages of shield. You have to watch stuff for what it is. If it does not say that Iron Man is going to be there, no, it's not going to be there. It's about the ages of shield. So whatever the ages of shield are doing, that's what the show is going to be about. Okay, so and, I have, and that's what happens. I have to get your opinion on this then, um, because it, you know it's it's my belief that it's the it's the very own geeks that love this stuff that are going to be the ones who who are going to create its downfall. It's like you love it so uh-huh. much, you're like you're like that guy in the cartoon. He's like, I love my bunny. I'm gonna squeeze it and love it and hug it and then snap its neck. Um, right. That's pretty much what we're doing. I mean, do you do you firmly believe that it's because of this geek rage and on all these uh, quote unquote fandoms <laughs> that are not anonymous that are going online but, and butchering the crap out of these things? Do you think that they're, they're going to be the downfall of all these uh, movies and and TV expansions and all this stuff? They easily can be, because believe it or not, critics look at stuff. Not critics, but producers and, and companies. Mm-hmm. They, they, they see this stuff. They see the stuff that's being said. And hopefully they have a keen sense of discernment where they can discern between is this, people, is this guy trolling or is this group of people really serious about how they feel about this? Like, for an example, the Inhuman show. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Awful. It's an awful show. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So any review that's out there that's saying that show is bad, that is true. And the people at Marvel know it. At the end, they know it. They know it. They, if, if they see bad reviews about the humans, if they see bad reviews about Iron Fist, then they know that, that those reviews are true. Because they know that they didn't do too good on that. It, it's, so, it's known so you, information. So you're, you're proclaiming right now on my show that Iron Fist was not very good? Iron Fist was somewhat good. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I'm being honest. (laughs) I'm being honest. Iron Fist was somewhat good. Um, It could have been a lot better. And when you started hearing the the behind-the-scenes stuff, you realized that Iron Fist was rushed to make sure that they did better production on Defenders. Like, for an example, Finn Jones came out and said that some of the choreography stuff, he learned and then went and shot it. He didn't have six weeks of training, seven months of training. He learned some of the choreography and the fight scenes, and then maybe when they shot it, either same day or a day or two later. The guy that was the drunken, that did the drunken master fight, if you remember that episode, mm-hmm. drunken master episode, that guy tried out for the role of Iron Fist, and they didn't give it to him. Well, I mean, and, <laughs> and, and, well, here's the thing, okay, and, and this is this is the way that, that I normally see things. It's that um, I, I think that uh, everything needs um, room to mature, right? So, like, right. You, you have the first season, which would be kind of like getting uh, all the characters in order. It's like they, they have to introduce you into this world. And regardless whether exactly. you know the universe or not, you have to kind of get smoothed in. And all that stuff is is the stuff that people doesn't like to... They don't like to listen to it. They don't like to hear it. But it, it's essential for building characters. Um, True. And I think that, it, like he said, it was rushed. Why? Because um, everybody's starting to see the nuance here. You know, everybody's trying to jump on board with this. I mean, look at Russia with their, uh, um, what is it, their, their that, that, what was it, Avengers? Is it, is it just called Avengers, I think it is? Um, no, it's, 
it was something else. But I, I want to see that the man with the bear half yes. man half bear. Yes, yes, the yes. The Gatlin's are. I have yet <laughs> to find that movie online. I got to see that. Like I, I saw that trailer, and I was like, this looks epic. Like, oh yeah, I, I still got to. Y'all know where it is. Tell me now. I need okay. to watch that. <laughs> but but you know this this is this is the kind of world we're living in where they they generate this content and it becomes so saturated but you know everybody sees dollar symbols that's why you know it's like if it, if it everybody's watching it that means it's making money if they're not watching it it means that it's not making money and it's not good um it's the same thing that happened with uh you know Firefly Firefly was um, a a great show it was building mm-hmm. steam, and then they were like, we, we can't fund this, and nobody's watching this. Nobody's going to care about Captain Mal and the Serenity. Nobody cares. And right. lo and behold, many years later, yeah, they do. You know? Um, but everything runs its course. You know? It's, it's like, mm-hmm. um, look at some of the, the, the great TV shows that are out there that are just absolutely loved. Um, like, uh, for example, Psych, right? Um, Psych right. was a great show. Uh, had eight seasons, and the eighth season, it started to flail a little bit where they decided, okay, we're going to go ahead and cut it. Um, and then they came back recently, and this is many years after the end of the show, uh, with a movie, which was absolutely incredible. Um, and, it, and it felt like you had never taken that shoe off. It's very rare that a show gets that. It's like uh, like Firefly had Serenity. Um, you know, these shows that are uh, X-Files, right? Uh, had its, mm. it, it, I mean, it didn't help, but still, <laughs> you know, we're we're trying to be nostalgic about this stuff. Um, I think it's going to come to a point Especially where Fuller House. Oh yeah, oh Fuller House. There you go. You I know, love it. We because <laughs> a lot of people talk about the reboots and everything else. Okay, and th- this is where I was going with this because I think that um, we love nostalgia. It shows by like the kind of shows we like to watch, things that we really enjoy. Um, and I think it comes to a point where we are not giving new content enough of a chance to mm-hmm. grow that we are constantly fed the same crap over and over again. It's like it's the same reason why, you know, the, the new artist in sandwiches don't do well at McDonald's because everyone's yeah. like, no, shut up and just give me my my Big Mac. You know, I don't right. I don't want to try to lay Big Mac with bacon. No, don't change my formula. Um, right. So, you know, it's it's new Coke all over again. So do you think we're heading for that kind of bubble burst in, in, in the geek universe? I think it's a 50-50 split down the middle. Nice. I think you have one group on one side that's just stuck on nostalgia, and you have the other group down the other side that's open to what's coming out and what's new. I'm in the middle of that 50-50. You know, I, I I like the nostalgia. I like the new stuff. I can float in between both sides. I'm I'm heavy on nostalgia, like Fuller House. Oh, my God. Like you said, it never feels like that. It feels like that shoe never came off. It was like, okay, I'm back in this world. Danny Tanner, all, all everybody's here. I'm excited. Like, I love Fuller House. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I enjoy the newness of the show because it's not the same show. It feels like it, but it's not. But I can float over here and watch the new stuff that's on TV, and I can float back over here and love my nostalgia. So while while but we're, while we're floating, a, while we're floating, what uh, about the new Power Rangers movie? 
<laughs> hey, hey, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I liked it for what was new that they tried to do. I liked it for what they did try to do that was new. I, I'll give them that. What I took from the Power Rangers movie, because I saw it four times in theaters. I did. Uh, what I liked about it was this would be Power Rangers if we were living in real life right now today. Not not the cheese that we used to get on the 90s TV show, but them finding the power coins, them finding the um, the command center. It it makes sense as if this was our reality and this actually happened. So I I, I, I gave it that much. Well, I gave it a lot because like I said I saw it four times in theater. Yeah, I, I know. Back, I mean, don't back, tell me that it was back, a little because I mean that was yeah four times. You know, yeah, that's like saying hey, every, you know, I don't time, like this buffet, but I'm just I keep eating. <laughs> yeah, know? every time somebody would, somebody would say I haven't seen the new Power Rangers movie yet. Well, come on, let's go, <laughs> let's go, <laughs> let's go see it. <laughs> but um. I like what they did because it put me in a mindset of, okay, if Zordon was real, if this was realistic, if this was today's life and society, then this is what Power Rangers would look like. This is what it would feel like. Um, so for that, for that much, yeah. So, you so, know, but, but did that hurt it from going in the direction that it really needed to go in? Yes. So let me ask it you this. It hurt badly. If, if, they, if they gave it that nostalgic feel, okay, and and this is you know <laughs> this is kind of being critical here, but still, if they give it a nostalgic feel, do you think it it would have done any better? Because let's face it, um, a lot of us um, as we were growing up, if we look back at some of the TV shows that we enjoyed as kids, you know, um, you know, Rocco's Modern Life, um, you know, these these shows that Nickelodeon produced that were like, oh my god, you know, these these are extremely inappropriate nowadays. Um, but I'm pretty sure somewhere down the line, people said the same thing about, um, you know, they, they can't even show, uh, what is it, um, Speedy Gonzalez uh, cartoons anymore uh, because of the racist overtones. But still, if they, if they tried to go ahead and make the movie the way it was presented back in the day, do you think it would have done better? Yes. Why? Uh, totally. Totally, yes. Because that's what we know. And what I heard a lot, and I, I was the one that was standing on the street corner. Okay, everybody, <laughs> listen. I, I was I was Friar Friar Malcolm. Okay, everybody, listen. I understand. <laughs> this is this is not 1990s Power Rangers. This is 2017 Power Rangers. We have to understand that they have to appeal to a different audience. I'm gonna get to that in a second. Okay, I, we have to understand it's appeal to a different audience. We understand that they have. That we, we have to go based on today's society and the way this looks, the way the movie looks, especially one of my favorite parts of the movie, believe it or not, was the, was the prologue because I want to see more of that universe. If you're giving me a, if you're giving me, if you're giving me a new universe to uh, a new way to look at Power Rangers, I want to see more of the fact that you're telling me Zordon was the original Red Ranger and you had these other creatures that were Power Rangers and one of the ones that died looked like an alien, was she an alien from Aqua? Was she one of the alien Aquatar range? Hey, was she one of the people from Spoilers alert, Ranger? hello. You know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> was she one of the uh, Rangers from Aquatar, like we got back in the 90s? Because what they did was they mixed a lot of the lore together. Mm-hmm. Because the Zeo Crystal was in, and I'm getting deep cut Power Rangers now, follow me. Get on this bag, get on this boat and ride. So the Zeo <laughs> Crystal was in Power Rangers Zeo. So they made the Zeo Crystal the MacGuffin, basically saying it is all powerful. Um, of, of course, if we get a if we get a sequel, you call, of course Tommy will come in and Lord they'll probably bring Lord Zed in or whatnot because they did knock Rita as she was going towards the moon. Who else is on the moon? She could have easily went up there and built her palace, and Lord Zed could came could come in, blah blah blah. But um, that that prologue was everything to me because basically you're telling me that Zordon was the original Red Ranger, Rita was the first was the original Green Ranger, and he had all these other Power Rangers that are fighting along with them. So where are these other Rangers from? Like I said, a yellow one. She's from Aquatar. Uh, wh- wh- where are the other ones from? That's the type of stuff that I was like, okay, I want more of that right there. Um, and then they they of course they have to do these tropes in the movie, and I I hate these tropes that they try to do. Somebody has to have a disability. Somebody has to be a lesbian <laughs> or gay. Okay, nothing against people who go that route. That's that's your prerogative. That's your life. I don't and I don't mind people that have a disability because it's always good to show people in a different light uh, who who can show people who might have a disability that they can do something and that they are capable of being great. But every time I turn something on, it's the whole. This person has to has to be home. We don't have to do that in every show. Like Supergirl did that, but then they got they got rid of it. You know, they gave Supergirl's sister girlfriend, and they cut got rid of it because she actually wants to have children. So that means she really wants to be with a guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like they they had to force that down there. But the thing about Power Rangers, they didn't they didn't come out and say, oh yeah, the Yellow Rangers gay. They just throw it out there. Oh, you like boy, boy? Oh, girls? Oh, and then the, the movie kept going. So, and then another thing that I hear a lot of people say was they they were mad because, and my cousin Daryl, every time we talk about the Power Rangers movie, the first thing he says is, I do not like the fact that they made everybody a ragtag band of individuals because the original Power Rangers, they were model citizens. They were in, They were part of clubs. They were part of making the school a better place. They were always doing good things. And now you got, they're, they're, they're like degenerates. You get, they're in detention. You never saw Jason, Zach, Kimberly, Trini, or Billy go to detention. Well, okay, but but he, yeah, to, to be fair, to be fair, they were talking about today's society, exactly. and, and your wife is a teacher. Today's society. So you know for a fact there is no money for clubs. Um, there's no such thing as detention because there's no teacher that's willing to stay after school. Plus, all the kids are bad. All exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. There's no, there's no clubs. There's no money for that. No one will fund that stuff. You know, exactly. there's, there's not even recess. So, but uh, it's like if you, they should have gave us some more cheese. Yes, Power in the nineties gave us a lot of cheese. They just lathered on mozzarella, gouda, all that. They just lathered the cheese on. And yes, they did have some cheese in this movie. But they left out a lot of the nostalgic tones that connected with people who are real deal Power Rangers fans like myself. Well, it's, it, so and, there and, could have been a whole lot more nostalgia. And you but said I under- it. again, you I said still it. understand the direction that they went. There you go. Because that's, that's what it's all about. It's about appealing to the wider audience, not just the fans, right? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and I think that's a big thing. I think that that's a thing that a lot of uh, the geeks kind of miss out there is that we're not only trying to make a movie that'll make 
you know, the whole geek world happy. We're also trying to make something to bring in a new uh, group of geeks. Exactly. So exactly me me being me being a Power Rangers fan, I was that guy like these kids that are in this movie. Get out! This is not your movie. This is my movie. <laughs> Friar Malcolm. Friar Malcolm was like, I don't discriminate, but you better get out of here. Uh, <laughs> like it's not your movie. You don't know nothing about this. But for me, <laughs> the, just the rap rap power ranges up. I was able to watch it. I was able to pick out the stuff that I knew, which is the Zeo crystal, the lore that they use. From and, and they they combine like a lot of different stuff from a lot of different seasons from the nineties to to formulate this right here. So I was able to pull that stuff out, but at the same time, pull the new stuff out and theorize about that. You know, it's, so, it's, it's weird because yeah. I, I feel like if we were sitting in the same movie theater together, it would be like a, a, a whole kind of, I'm reliving, um, you know, freaking, uh, what is it, Airbender, Avatar, <laughs> The Last Airbender, oh. uh, sitting there with my son. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, I will say this. I went back and watched that movie. The, the the I went back and watched that movie week before last. It was a bad movie, but it's not that bad. The biggest issue that movie had was it tried too hard to be the cartoon. Now remember, folks, you could send all your hate mail to Fandoms Anonymous in <laughs> Now <laughs> here's the it thing. tried too hard to be the cartoon. It was like um Zuko, my and everybody. And when I rewatched it now. Ten years later, it's like everybody was stern about what they were saying. I am Zuko, and my father kicked me out of the castle, and I will find the Avatar. You know, it was like <laughs> you know, and that's what we got from. It was like everything was well, just so that, matter of a matter of fact. Well, that's the thing. It, it was one of those situations where they were trying to bring in a new generation of, of fans because, like I said, I sat there and I I had not seen uh, a single episode of Avatar at that point. I had not. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I was sitting there because my, my son was nuts about it and he wanted to go see it. So we sat there and we sat and he, he just walked out so angry afterwards. And I'm like, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, well, you know, it seemed like a lot. So, to so he, he had seen it. Yeah. He, he was, he was seen the the show. all four. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was, he was, he was all about that. And I mean, he watched Cora and everything else. And I mean, you know, he's all about that world. So I didn't understand it. I mean, I saw it, and I was like, you know, M. Night Shyamalan, you know, was, was trying to do what he could. And I get, you know, oh, look, he's bending stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah. But I, I didn't feel the rage. And, and I can kind of see what you're talking about as far as, you know, when you're just standing up and saying, no, this is my movie. You know, this is, and, and you say you're not possessive. Shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I, I get it. And and sometimes I feel like that's exactly what's going to kind of tear all this stuff down. Because have we heard any rumors about uh, a Power Rangers follow-up movie? Have we? Nope. Okay. Nope. Now, and you remember how angry the interwebs got after this movie was released? Very. And Saban okay. is probably sitting there trying to figure out what he's going to do. Because he saw, he saw the backlash from it. Yeah. He, he saw the backlash from it. And and uh, here's here's another he thing. He knows. Here's another thing. You remember uh, when the Infinity War trailer first hit, and the uh-huh. CGI issue. You remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What now between that and what we see today, as the Super Bowl spot was released most recently, don't we see a lot cleaner and finer lines? And didn't it look a lot better? 
It did. It did. It looked a whole lot better. Okay. You know. So mm-hmm. they're they're absolutely hundred percent concerned about what's happening. Like you said, it's all about money. And the fact that so many people were angry and they were like, even though you went four theaters, uh, four, I'm sorry, four times to the theater to see this movie, to angrily yell at the air, um, and, to, and to obviously point out all the amazing things that they did include, because uh, you said that. So, um, you know, I think it's going to come to a point where we're, we are bashing things so much, both insiders and outsiders, because I, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't think Vanity Fair has the right to tell me that the Cloverfield Paradox was not a good movie. Um, yeah, because, that's a know. clothing company. Yeah, it's like, seriously, I used to get, get my underwear, get my underwear from Vanity Flair and Foley. seriously it's like it's like okay i mean i get it maybe sci-fi world or sci-fi magazine drops a report or something like that but vanity fair really who the hell are you really come over here and step into my yard (laughs) i'll tell you who i don't i'll tell you who i don't want to hear from that's click clickbait kingdom comicbook.com they're the king of clickbait (laughs) i'd rather hear from vanity fair because i know if they're posting an article their article is about what what we're talking about but comicbook.com is the king of clickbait It's like, uh, you know, you know, and I get it. I mean, they just recently posted something about uh, about Venom and uh, and Tom Hardy, and then they just said, hey, look what Tom Hardy thinks. He's like, hey, I think it could be great. That's And they write this, like, four or five different paragraphs of all this stuff that's just filler. And then, you know, you click mm-hmm. for that one little statement that they think it's great. Clickbait. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's clickbait. <laughs> So to to wrap things up, Malcolm, uh, tell me where where can we find Fandoms Anonymous? Where where can we listen? Where can we tune in? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Basically, I'm just like <laughs> you, <laughs> to can be honest. Fandoms, you can find you can find Fandoms Anonymous. We're all over social media, as I always say. We're on Facebook. We have the Fandoms Anonymous group. Uh, go ahead and join the group. We have discussions each and every single day. Uh, you can hit the like on the Facebook fan page as well for Fandoms Anonymous. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're at anonymous underscore fan17. No, wait, is that it? Yep, that's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, no, 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 that's <laughs> Keep wrong. Keep it simple. That, that Keep was it the, simple. That was, the, that, was the, that was the Twitter handle. We're at fandoms underscore anonymous17. Uh, I stopped doing Twitter because I didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> and I spent more time doing Instagram. But uh, like I said, we're on Instagram at fandoms underscore nine number seventeen. Of course, we're on uh, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, we, we love new subscribers. We love to be able to talk to you guys and and get your ideas on our videos and our content. And we just started on Anchor. Uh, Anchor, I, I, yes. I'm really liking Anchor. I don't know if anybody's ever heard about it, but I I love it. You're on Anchor because I saw your your channel popped up in my feed. Anchor You're on Anchor. Correct. If you're on the computer, oh, it's anchor.fm or just download Anchor. Um, it's a great way of uh, getting original content from a whole bunch of different people like Fandoms Anonymous, like uh, Jimmy Jenga Talk. I post my playlists on there. Um, every once in a while, I'll drop some lines and the really cool stuff. It's just uh, like a two-minute review of something that I may have seen. Uh, it's such a yeah. great way to produce content, right? It, I love it because I can sit in my big chair. And I can just talk for about five minutes about a, a couple of different things and, and just throw it out there. 
and within 24 hours, I gained some, I gained a new subscriber on YouTube from somebody that was listening to my anchor podcast. So I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And, uh, and that's that's really it. That's where we are. So, guys, check it out. Um, you know, Malcolm, it's, it was such a pleasure to have you on. And the thing is, we're going to go ahead and make sure that all that information is in the metadata, like always. And uh, also, Malcolm, aren't you uh, aren't you doing something in uh, Pensacon? Pensacon's coming up shortly. Oh yeah, baby! It's Saturday Night Live with Phantoms Anonymous. We're going to be at Pensacon. We're doing our panel over there at the Grand Hotel. Uh, we will be talking about X-Men and Fantastic Four in the MCU. We're going to be talking about all the theories, ways, and means of how we can bring these guys into the MCU. Fantastic. So that's going to be at 7.45 on Saturday in the Pensacola Grand Hotel. So come check us out. And definitely do that. And, guys, remember, I mean, we're not going to be at Pensacon this year, but our lackeys will be, um, or our slackies, as we like to call them. Uh, so, guys, if you uh, see, you know, um, Ham Solo out there, you'll see uh, Emerald Coast Spider-Man. They're all going to be representing Chimichanga Talk. Uh, go ahead and take a picture with them. Hashtag it. And, uh, like I said, you could win something really cool from us. And remember to download the Pensacon app. Um, because it keeps you informed of what's going on. A lot of people reached out to us it saying, does. yeah, hey, are you guys going to be doing karaoke? Hey, are you guys doing the late night thing? And unfortunately, like I said, we're not going to be there this time, just this time, because we're dealing you know, with some family things and things like that. We want to make sure that we're 100% for you guys. We'll we're, we're never give you a half uh, um, you know, half-ass content. We always give you just the best, exactly. to be honest. Um, <laughs> family comes first. There you people go. out there that that comes first before anything before you become a youtuber before you become a podcaster if you don't have family and you're just a single guy a single a single lady out there responsibilities come first and yeah your, you your cats your cats come stuff. first yeah because remember I mean, they don't depend on you you depend on them Exactly. So, <laughs> guys, now uh, remember, here's here's something that's going on. Um, we are actually switching up uh, Kevin Laporte. Kevin Laporte is going to be on in uh, two weeks um, just because, as as first, family comes first. Um, Squared Circle Comics, actually, uh, their Kickstarter was 100% funded. Uh, thanks to a lot of people like you, um, you know, that uh, the, the Genius comic book is coming out. It's an amazing comic book. That's uh, Macho Man's brother. Um, so that closed, and it was absolutely 100% successful. But we can't expect anything less from Inverse Press and their Squirrel Silk Girl comics, which is wrestling comics, always com- coming out with great content. And, guys, remember, this weekend we're going to be at the Mardi Gras Parade in uh, Pier Park in Panama City. We're gonna, you're going to see me on the top of the, the, grade, uh, the Grand Theater's uh, main float. Me and Kid Geek Julian are going to be handing out a whole bunch of beads along with a lot of the great people that are there. We're being followed by the Spring Break superheroes, so a whole bunch of people in cosplay. Take a picture with them. Take a picture with us. Hashtag it in the event link. Chimmy Graw. Okay, we got it there. So if you don't know how to spell it, don't worry. We got it in the event link. Um, if you hashtag us, so a picture of us, onto the event link, you could win two free tickets to go see a movie of your choice on us, all right? That's the kind of people we are. Right, Malcolm? Oh, most definitely. And <laughs> I'm like, going oh. to Mardi Gras this weekend. I'm going to Mardi Gras, too. Yeah. There you go. Let Woo! your let Excited. your inhibitions roll. That's what it's all about. Mardi Gras is all about letting loose and having a good time, and that's what we're going to do. Remember, this: uh, the one at Pier Park is a family-friendly event, so guys, come on out. Bring everybody. Bring the kids. Uh, we're going to have a good time. That's starting at 4 o'clock, and you're going to see us on that float. Uh, like I said, take a picture of us. You could win two free tickets 
uh, to go see the movie of your choice. So, guys, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Malcolm, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great talking to you. It's about time we did this either way. You know? Most definitely. And, and if you guys are at Mardi Gras Monday in Mobile, check me out. I'll be in the streets playing the tuba. See you there. So you're gonna, you're, are you going to be playing a real tuba? Now I have to ask. Yeah, I'm through. I'm in a, I'm in a uh, brand called Basic the Brass, so I'm going home and, and getting the parade. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah. If, if if you see Malcolm out there, uh, you know, playing his tuba, uh, just run up to him real quick and and give him a good shake because that'll probably throw him off balance. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> just don't throw beads into the tuba, okay, folks? Because no, please don't. Do, do not do that, okay? Throw beads around him. Okay. There you uh, go. There you go. <laughs> a lot of love. Well, guys, uh, you've been listening to Jimmy Changa Talk. Remember, you can find us on all the social medias. Just look uh, Jimmy Changa Talk and all that stuff, except for my Twitter handle, which is at Deadpool Speaks. It's been an absolute pleasure. Malcolm Banks, thank you so much from Fandoms Anonymous for being on our show. No problem. And, guys. No problem. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. I'm Deadpool Speaks, and I'm out. Thank you for listening this week, and remember, just like always, we will be back next week with another great guest and more adventures from the land of Chimichanga Talk. So tune in next time, same Deadpool time, same Deadpool channel.